Good morning. Good morning. So, we started talking about yesterday the kosher and non-kosher rules and animals in the Torah. Um, there is actually a fascinating um, message and lesson, practical lesson that we can learn out from the kosher and non-kosher ideas of animals in the Torah. And it goes as follows. We all have an animal inside of us. The animal inside of us is everything about us that's animalistic. What is animalistic? Well, an animal is all about itself. Animal is all about its survival and all about its instincts, right? You can train the animal, but you're just training its instincts to be to be to react to to other things instead of other things, etc. So. The animalistic part of ourself is a part of ourself which completely revolves around ourself and the world, what our body wants, what our body needs, and doesn't care for anything beyond that, doesn't know how to look higher. There's this phrase that the Chachamim say that, uh, that the animal can only look down, a human can look up, right? So um, the animals that are in four, um, meaning that an animal can't look beyond itself. Human being has the ability to surpass himself, to think beyond himself. So we all have this animal part in us. Now, the job of a Jew is not to ignore this animal, animalistic part of us. It's on the contrary. Like we say, harness the animal inside of you. We want to take this animal, this animalistic, and if anything, it could be very beneficial. The animalistic part of ourselves is very passionate, has a lot of energy, and very, has a lot of excitement. And if we were able to channel it and use it in a good way, then it would be incredible. There's so many, we have a lot of, uh, a tremendous asset that we have, which is our animal, animalistic part of us, that can be used for tremendous things. So the Torah is telling us, the Torah is telling us the signs to how we know if our, and the animalistic part of ourselves is being dealt with in a, in a healthy way, if it's kosher. And, what, and let's understand the two signs as such. Explaining and identifying if, we're, if the animalistic part of ourselves is healthy and being used in the proper way. What are the two signs? What are the two signs that make animal kosher? Awesome. That's and? That's good. Yeah, very good. So the, the two signs are if the animal has split hooves and if it chews its cud. So let's start with split hooves. First of all, the whole idea of a hoof is to, to help the animal walk. We wear shoes. Animals have natural built-in shoes. And these are the shoes which, which help uh, some of them, which help the animal walk, help the animal walk on the ground in a way that it shouldn't be harmed from what's on the ground. So it, it serves as some sort of separation from the animal and the ground. Now within that, the hoof that the animal has, it shouldn't just have a hoof, but the hoof needs to be split. So first of all, the idea of this hoof is, is in general, to, for, for our, our animal inside of ourselves, is we constantly need to make sure that whenever we're dealing with the animalistic part of ourselves, meaning whenever we're dealing with the world and with worldly things, we need to constantly always make sure that we have some sort of detachment, some sort of separation from the world. Meaning we're dealing with the world, but while being detached from it. Meaning that we, we, we have to always remember that the moment we allow ourselves to be in the control of the world and to be controlled by the world, 
the moment we allow that to happen, we, we, we surrender ourselves to the world and we, so to speak, lose the control of Kedusha, of holiness and of God. Because we worship the world, we worship nature and we allow the world to control us. So the, the first step... The first step to make sure that we're dealing with the world in a healthy way is if we have some level of detachment, of separation. There's this phrase in Yiddish, the eighth day that we discovered, made a song out of it, called Atefa Chacher. That we always have to be Atefa Chacher. It's a phrase. That we always need to be one, uh, it's a is a measurement. Right? We need to be one Tefach above the ground. We need to be hovering over. That we shouldn't be literally on the ground, be a step above. Um, deal with the world, but with being a little, uh, slightly removed. So that is um, a hoverboard, right? That, so that is, um, that, is, that is the first lesson, the first step. But even that's not enough. In addition to being detached, we need to also have split hooks. What is the idea of the split hooks? So there's actually two messages in the split hooks. We'll mention both of them. One message in the split hook is that... If you're completely detached, if you're detached from the world, but in a way where the detach is complete, then you're, you remain outside of the world. There's you're the holy part of yourself, and then there's the world that you're detaching from. But there, there needs to be some, some room for a merge, some room for the holy part of yourself to actually enter the world. That it shouldn't be in a way, oh, the world is too dangerous for me. I'm too scared of the distractions and the temptations of the world. I'm going to completely detach myself. If you completely remove yourself and detach yourself, then you're, you're okay, you may be experiencing holiness and living very holy, being very holy, but you're, but you're, not, you're not allowing for that holiness to, to um, drip into the world and your, your worldly life. You need to be detached, but at the same time, leave room, leave a split, leave room for your, your holy part to trickle down and to enter the world experience. That's one lesson, one message in the split. That, in the, that it needs to be detached, but there has to be open. There has to be some room for um, there to be a merge. Um, that's one, uh, one, another message in the split. What? But you need to be removed. I mean, the first step is to be removed. The first step is to realize that you're higher, you're greater, and you're not in the control of the world. But the second step is, now that you've accomplished that, you need to leave so a room for, for the, the holy and spiritual part of yourself to actually impact the world, to impact your life, your physical parts of yourself. You can't leave it completely removed and completely detached. Otherwise, you're not engaging with the world at all. So you need to engage in a way... Okay, that's... In addition, there's another message in the split hooves. The other, the second message in the split hooves is that there's, there's two sides to a person, the right side and the left side. And this is a whole topic, a whole concept. But very briefly, the idea is that we need to deal with the world from both sides. We need to um, deal with the world um, both from a place of, of love and, and acceptance... And well, and be welcoming, but at the same time, be slightly removed. You min mekareves and smoil doichem, or ava and yira, chesed and gevura. We need to have both. One of the ideas of needing to have both, just very, this is very brief. I'm not going to elaborate on it. One of the ideas of needing both is that if a person is doing um, everything, he is engaging with the world and engaging with life only from one side, only from a place of acceptance, of love, of compassion. 
um, but not with any discipline and not with any um, uh, fear and not with any distance, then such a person it may be great, but uh, the, the problem is that it may, it may not be, he may not be motivated by holiness and by godliness. He may be motivated by his natural instincts, where he may be naturally a loving, accepting, and compassionate person. The only way to know if you're doing things from a, from a, with a godly and holy motivation is if you have both. If, you're, if it's not purely from your natural instinct, the natural, um, uh, where you're naturally attracted and drawn to, but it's uh, with a pure and, uh, and good motivation, is if you have both. That's why Hashem said about Avram, just very brief, Hashem said about Avram, ki ki Meaning Avram was known to be midas chesed, ava, he was the epitome of Ava and Chesed. The moment Hashem saw he did a Hashem said, And now I see you have both. And now I see your motivation is for, for godliness and not just because you're naturally inclined to do certain things. Yeah. So that is the, another idea in the split hopes. That you need a, need, your engagement with everything needs to be from both sides. It can't only be with one. Okay. Now. What is the idea of chewing its cut? Chewing its cut is now that we've accomplished, so you have the separation. You're slightly above, you're slightly lifted, slightly elevated. And we have we accomplished that you're not just detached completely, but you have the room for your holiness to trickle in and to drip into your physical experience and physical life. So now you're dealing with the world in a healthy way. But there can still a person can sometimes feel like I, 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 I'm in check. A person can sometimes be so confident in their engagement with the world because they've accomplished that detachment that they, that they feel that I'm in check. And every time, every time I interact with the world is only going to be for a holy purpose and only going to be with a holy motive. Holy motive, uh, uh, um, uh, 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 with a holy goal. Comes the Torah and tells us that we need an added um, step. We need an added sign. It's not enough just to have split hooves. You also need to chew your cud. What is chewing its cud? Chewing its cud by an animal, it's not, they don't just eat once and swallow it. They eat, they regurgitate, and again and again, and they chew and it processes a couple times until they actually digest it. It's part of the digestive. And the message of it is that even the person which may feel very confident in how they're dealing with things, I've accomplished to really make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm in tune, I'm focused, I have holy motivation, and I'm engaged in the right way, he needs to constantly chew his cud. He should never rely on his first examination. That the person, uh, because they're dealing with the world, I meaning when it comes to a business deal, when it comes to, 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 to a doctor, we, we, never, we never rely on our first um, uh, instinct, on our first, um, sometimes you say your first, what's the, I forget the term, your first uh, feel towards it is right, your first uh, instinct. But uh, usually a person would have to process it, think about it, have a meeting of advisors. And we have rebels. Very good, and you need to, and you need to, you need to really process something before you you commit, before you actually say it's good for me, and um, how much more so when it comes to dealing with the world. That it's not enough to have one point of examination, one checkpoint. You need to have a checkpoint after checkpoint after checkpoint. You need to re reassess, reexamine. And, and check yourself again. Am I, did I really approach it in the right way or not? Not too much in the way that you overdo yourself and you completely get confused and, and kai, you have to have the right balance. But one, don't think that one time is enough. Don't, yeah. not, not obsession. Not, uh, yeah, not, don't, be upset. Don't, don't get uh, too caught up. Don't overthink things. 
but you need to give the proper thought to, towards it. Just like you would give the same proper thought to, to spending uh, t- t- million, 10 grand, million, right? Million, so it depends million. on the person. Well, yeah, for us it's a million, right? Yeah. Uh, 100 grand is nothing. <laughs> um, so just like you would put the thought into it and, and regurgitate it and rethink and reassess, it's the same in, in dealing with the world and any physical activity. You do a physical activity, think, am I doing it the right way? I thought I am. Let me think about it one more time. And one more time. And one more time. Okay, we're fine. These are the signs of a kosher animal.